This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville scores a victory in the Senate with Majority Leader Chuck Schumer finally doing what could have been done months ago and moving forward with confirming some of the high-level military promotions. Schumer has set a schedule for the full Senate to vote individually on the promotion of General Eric Smith to become the U.S. Marine Commandant, as well as promotions to the Chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff and the Army Chief of Staff. I have just filed cloture. These men should have already been confirmed. They should already be serving in their new positions. The Senate should not have to go through procedural hoops just to please one brazen and misguided senator. But this is where we are. Tuberville took to the Senate floor after Schumer relented and scheduled the votes. Democrats say this is a large backload of nominees. They say it would take a long time. Well, I agree. It's been a big backlog. But again, Chuck Schumer allowing the backlog to build up over six months is his fault. We could have been confirming one or two a week for the last 200 days. It would have taken us just four hours of voting each week, but we didn't do it. We took another angle of just sitting back and watching. Chuck Schumer refused again, again, and again. We don't have a lack of leadership in our military. We have a lack of leadership right here in the United States Senate. Tuberville has been objecting to the use of unanimous consent to approve groups of military nominees He's been doing so in order to protest the Department of Defense for enacting a pro-abortion policy that is in defiance to federal law and previous congressional legislation. Alabama Congressman Dale Strong is writing an article for 1819 News about the number of illegal crossings at the southern border. Strong says in that article that the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, is refusing to enforce the law and in doing so revealing how much he despises this nation and its people. Strong says in the business world, a vote of no confidence would have been held by now against that type of a leader. Strong was one of the first to co-sponsor the House resolution to impeach Mayorkas. Strong says the suffering being inflicted upon the American public must end. You can read more of Strong's opinion at 1819news.com. The Montgomery City Council refuses this week to address a resolution that would have made the month of September a time to celebrate American Christian heritage. The resolution was offered by City Councilman Brantley Lyons in response to this past June when LGBTQ interests were able to celebrate Pride Month by flying their rainbow flags across the city all month long. The City Council deferred the issue to next month's meeting in which they're going to have to nail down whether they'll rewrite their entire flag policy and limit it to only that of American state or city flags or if they're going to follow through on the precedent that they set this past June by allowing flags that promote the homosexual lifestyle to be put out, so they'll have to include any and all other groups who are expressing their faith or ideology. A public hearing was held in Montgomery on Wednesday regarding the coal ash issue in St. Clair County. The Environmental Protection Agency hosted the event, and it's in regards to the permit program for coal ash ponds within the Alabama Department of Environmental Management. The EPA is considering denying that authority to ADEM for issuing coal ash permits, which is a residue of coal-burning power plants. They say that ADEM standards do not protect waterways, 
and residents here in Alabama. Many residents who live near the mountain of coal ash were at the meeting to urge the EPA to do something to hold Alabama Power accountable for how they're disposing of the toxic residue. Alabama Power Vice President of Environmental Affairs Susan Kamensky also attended that meeting, saying the company's coal ash plan is safe, compliant with state and federal regulations and protects human health. The Coosa Riverkeepers disagreed with both ADEM and Alabama Power, saying neither of the agencies are monitoring the level of groundwater contamination. The superintendent for Jefferson County Schools is speaking out about the arrest and tasing of a band director at the end of a football game in Birmingham. Dr. Walter Gonsolin was able to watch the body camera footage from the Birmingham police this past Monday. It shows them arresting band director Johnny Mims. Gonsolin says he's not prepared to make any further comments on the video coverage, but he says that overall he's extremely saddened and upset that students had to witness the whole scene. He also said that counselors will be available at the minor high school to to help students regain a sense of well-being following that event. Mims has since been placed on administrative leave as an investigation continues. On Wednesday, Mims and his attorney, Wandelin Gavan, along with the Alabama Education Association, held a press conference calling on the Birmingham police to drop all their charges against Mims. Gavan says she saw the body camera footage and even asked specifically to be shown where Mims could be seen striking an officer, as had been reported as justification for his arrest. At the time that he was tased, my client was simply doing this. Why are you doing this? What did I do? And he asked that repeatedly. And then some police officer from the city of Birmingham who feels that he is above reproach because he wears a badge decided to tase him. An Auburn University student who took part in last week's praise and worship at Neville Arena is now sharing on national news what he witnessed. Michael Floyd was a guest on the Fox News' Laura Ingram show, along with Texas pastor Jonathan Pokluda, who spoke at the Unite Auburn event. Floyd says that the thousands who took part in the worship are showing that there's a movement in Auburn that's beyond material things of this earth. It, it was just a great time to be in the arena and to see all that happen. It lets people know that college students are unapologetic about their worship and seeking Christ and that, you know, that uh, we're rising up to take a stand for the kingdom of God and to see that, hey, it's time to be about our father's business. And Pastor Pokluda also spoke about what he witnessed at the stage level. Just tell you, I've had a front row seat of God moving through young adults and college students on these campuses. Uh, There's a work that he's doing and there's a remnant of people saying, hey, I'm not interested in vaping. I'm not interested in smoking weed, getting high, doing drugs, having sex. I I, want to live for something more than that. I want to live for forever. I believe there's a God and I believe he has a purpose in my life. And I believe he gave his son Jesus to die for my sins. And so I want to live by his spirit. And that's what we're seeing. And that's what we saw at, at Auburn last Tuesday. So there were a lot of stories for this latest daily detail, and I'm going to put a pause on my conversation with Dr. Krishnan Kator of Huntsville regarding global warming. I will feature the third and final part of our conversation this coming Friday as we head into the weekend, so stay tuned for that. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, a judge presiding over the firearms case against Hunter Biden has determined that the president's son must show up physically in court rather than make a virtual appearance for his arraignment. Judge Christopher Burke is with the District Court of Delaware. Charges against Hunter come from special counsel David Weiss and have to do with the claims that Hunter Biden made that he was not addicted to drugs when he applied for a gun permit. Hunter is facing a felony charge for those claims and is scheduled to be in court next week. 
The U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland was grilled by Kentucky Congressman Thomas Massey over the revelation by other FBI supervisors that there were an untold number of confidential human informants being paid by the FBI to be in the crowds on January 6, 2021, as many Americans arrived at the capital city to protest the 2020 presidential election results. How many agents or assets of the government were present on January 5th and January 6th and agitating in the crowd to go into the Capitol and how many went into the Capitol? Can you answer that now? I don't know the answer to that question. You don't know how many there were or there were none? I don't know the answer to either of those questions. If there were any, I don't know how many. You've ha- I don't know whether there are any. I think you may have just perjured yourself that you don't know that there were any. You want to say that again, that you don't know that there I were have any? no personal knowledge of this matter. I think what I said the you've, last time. You've had two years to find it. out. And it, today, by the way, that was in reference to Ray Epps. And yesterday you indicted him. Isn't that a wonderful coincidence on a misdemeanor? Meanwhile, you're sending grandmas to prison. You're putting people away for 20 years for mil- merely filming. Some people weren't even there yet. You've got the guy on video who's saying go into the Capitol. He's directing people to the Capitol before the speech ends. He's at the site of the first breach. You've got all the goods on him, 10 videos, and it's an, and it's an indictment for a misdemeanor? The American public isn't buying it. Reports are now coming out from several media outlets that thousands of military-aged men have been streaming across the southern border in the past few days and into the U.S. 7,000 of the mostly Venezuelan men crossed into Eagle Pass, Texas in the past three days alone, according to reports from Border Patrol agents. 3,000 crossed on Wednesday alone. Fox News and Breitbart News had reporters on the ground to video the steady stream of people. Venezuela. 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 Sí. Venezuela. Miles. Bill Malugin with Fox News was on Twitter posting his video coverage, also saying that he's been covering the U.S.-Mexico border for two and a half years, and this is hands down the largest single mass crossing that he has ever witnessed. Breitbart News says the migrants are jumping onto trains from Mexico City to get to the border faster and from there crossing on foot and through the waters. And Donald Trump addressed the whole issue while delivering a speech in Iowa on Wednesday. Cannot wait until 2025 to begin stopping Biden's nightmare as a president and on the border. That's why I'm calling on congressional Republicans to ban Joe Biden from using a single taxpayer dollar to release or resettle illegal aliens into the United States, effective September 30th. Rock star Eric Clapton is lending his musical talent to help a political cause. Clapton took part in a fundraiser that brought in $2.2 million for Democrat presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy. The private fundraiser was held in Los Angeles. Both Clapton and Kennedy see eye to eye on many political issues, including their opposition to the COVID-19 vaccine. In fact, Clapton was one of the few celebrities willing to warn people about the hideous side effects that he experienced when he took it. The administrators of the Rumble video platform have revealed a letter that they received from the British Parliament asking for Rumble to join YouTube in censoring Russell Brand and his video cast that has millions of followers. Brand is a Hollywood actor turned British podcaster who has made headlines recently after four women accused him of sexual assault years ago when he lived in Hollywood. Brand admits to being very sexually promiscuous during that time but says his behavior was always consensual. Rumble is refusing to comply with the censorship request, saying they find it deeply inappropriate and dangerous for the government to try and control who is allowed to speak or earn a living based on unproven allegations that have nothing to do with what is being presented on the video platform. 
Rumble says they will not take part in the growing cancel culture mob. Many on the conservative side believe that Brand is being targeted for past behavior because of his podcasts that have become increasingly anti-establishment, anti-uniparty, and against the globalist agenda of controlling the masses. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.